0: Episode Nine: The Niagara Show.
1: On today's show, we will be discussing the Prince of Wales Hotel, Fort George, and Drummond Hills Cemetery.
0: As always, check us out on Facebook and like our page. Let's chit chat a little bit about whole this whole COVID thing and all that stuff because it's becoming very unrestricted now, and this is kind of our last episode that we're going to record not being together. So. Yeah. Which is kind of exciting in a sense because, you know, as we were talking about earlier, we haven't recorded a show since March. March. Yeah. So
1: March first.
0: Yeah. So like do you think this is over and done with on a on a side note, do you think? The COVID? Yeah. Like do you think we're done with it? Do you think this it's gonna happen again? What do you think?
1: I do. I think it's gonna happen again.
0: Yeah, that's the sad part, so I'm just hoping that
1: Well, that's only based on what we've learned over the years through what the media shares with us, so
0: Right, so we're only as good as what we're told, right? So, But it seems at this point, because of everything that we went through between March and now, has definitely made a difference, but it just worries me about opening everything up again, and I know that Certain parts are still restricted And other parts are still allowed to open So there's a lot of ups and downs And all that kind of stuff So I don't know I'm I'm just kind of happy to get back together And start recording again mm-hmm. Because it's just it's, it's, it's a different feel when you're not together You don't get that yeah. You know that connection I don't think um, mm-hmm. Especially with other guests and stuff So anyways Just on a side note Just kind of wanted to see how it kind of feels for for you as being at home and doing stuff differently than what we've normally been doing. And also for our listeners, you know, share that with of us sure. as well. You know, I know we're a paranormal podcast, but we don't mind hearing about other things too.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: Yeah.
1: All right. So we're going to dive right in. We're going to start discussing um, Prince of Wales Hotel, Niagara-on-the-Lake. Take it
0: away, um, Shao. <laughs> All right. So the, the Prince of Wales Hotel is a historic hotel located in the also historic Niagara-on-the-Lake. Um, it's located on the main street. Originally constructed in 1864, the three-story, 110-room hotel has gone through many names, such as Long's Hotel, the Arcade Hotel, as well as the Niagara House. In 1901, when the name was changed to its current name due to the visit of the Duke and Duchess of Cornwall and York. Also, Queen Elizabeth II visited the hotel in 1973. The hotel has gone through a few renovations and restorations to make it uh, what it is today. It is considered to be a four-diamond resort, known for elegance. No details were spared during the renovations. The hotel features a doorman in traditional doorman attire, if you will, like that red kind of uh, uh, coat, suit. You know what I'm talking about, Brie? Yeah, well,
1: in the old days, they wore that little
0: hat on their head as well. I, I believe he does, too. Oh really? Hmm. Like they really, yeah. They wanted it to be like of the historic. Very authentic. Yeah, very authentic, very real. So with that being said, the lobby has uh, a a mahogany uh, wainscoting. Um, It's got a stained glass wall that consists of over ten thousand individual pieces. Wow. Yeah, and a tropical pool.
1: Could you imagine nowadays people creating these stained glass things, how much it would cost?
0: Oh, like it's just phenomenal. Incredible. Like, mm-hmm. And and you see some of the works, like even in uh Casaloma, the works that have gone into the windows <coughs> and stuff like that. And that's all throughout the castle. Like there's so many intricate pieces. Like crazy. And and, okay. and you, know, you see a lot of it in churches and stuff now and they're not those individual little tiny pieces—they're actually larger pieces. So, not saying it's less work, but like I mean, you know, you can definitely mm-hmm. tell in these castles and and uh, hotels that they're they're meticulously done. Mm-hmm. Exactly, like the work
1: that went into it
0: back then. Uh, and, you know, they also um they book weddings there. You can book a wedding. Um, they have. Uh, a banquet hall rooms and stuff like that that you can book out um, they do special functions there uh, lots of movies uh, are filmed in and around the area as well um, and they also do high tea uh, every oh, really? day yeah every day so it's a really uh, classy place to visit and um,
1: <laughs> I'd go just for the high tea
0: absolutely I think that would be fun <laughs> yeah, that would be fun because you know that that definitely is a tradition that um, is not very widely maintained any longer, which is unfortunate. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah.
0: So other than that, you know, with it also being in Niagara on the Lake, you know, that's historic as well. So many things to see and and. Um, such a beautiful area to visit um no Mm -hmm. matter what time of year that you go whether it be fall winter summer spring whatever it's just gorgeous it is Um, yeah
1: i love going there
0: you too even if i'm
1: there to just stare at the falls when they do the fireworks like so yeah like the colors watching the laser show before um the actual fireworks kick in even that's exciting because the falls are beautiful i could just sit there and stare at them
0: absolutely so mesmerizing just to be in that... You know. you know,
1: and it would probably be quiet right now. Like, we went to Ottawa, and it was very quiet. So you could walk around everywhere, and... You know what I mean? It's not crowded.
0: Yeah, yeah, for um, sure.
1: Because it's so closed down, or locked down.
0: Right, right.
1: I would take a trip to Niagara to see what it's like. It would probably be busier in Niagara, I bet.
0: I think so. So... What did you find out about the ghosts of the Prince of Wales Hotel?
1: Um, so there's definitely one ghost that's been uh, mentioned uh, over the years. Her name is Molly Maguire. She has a name. She was a victim of the war in 1812. So her story is that she was waiting for her husband to return from the war. Okay. And so one night she was in, I think it was in the evening, she was waiting, standing in the window, just like, you know, waiting to see if that was the day he was coming home. And an American soldier saw her standing in the window and wasn't able to see her face. So he just saw this tall figure in the window and decided that it was an enemy. And he decided to fire at the British, that he, what he thought was the British soldier. Okay. And um, the, she died from that shot. <clears throat> And oh no, she. What's a bayonet? Is that the with the knife at the end?
0: I think so. Yeah, so as far as it, I know.
1: he pierced her with that.
0: Oh. And that's okay. how she died. Oh. So he originally thought that she was a, a soldier
1: hiding in the window, like he really? thought he was looking at a at a a shadow, I guess.
0: Oh no, that's terrible.
1: So her room now is room two oh seven. Okay. And it used to be her bedroom, and that's where she died. And guests have recorded hearing footsteps, um, the lights being turned off at night, so that when you get up to walk around and stuff, you can't see anything.
0: So she plays tricks. (laughs) Yeah. Wow.
1: Apparently, if you're for the faint of heart, you you shouldn't uh, sleep in that room. I think you can still rent that room.
0: Yeah, I've heard that you can definitely still rent that room, and and I, from what I've read, it's it's very it's a very requested room. So mm-hmm. oh, a yeah. lot of people really want to stay in that room and experience Molly's ghost.
1: Well, I have another one here. The, ex, uh, the concierge of the hotel. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um,
1: he has a story that he received from one of the guests who stayed there. So it was a couple that was staying overnight. Okay. And um, they heard a loud noise in the bathroom. When they opened the door and turned on the light, they saw a woman in the mirror staring back at them. So they went downstairs to check out because of the ghostly experience, and that's
0: how he learned of this story. Wow. Yeah.
1: That's right? Creepy. Could you imagine?
0: <laughs> no. <laughs> you know me. I'm You're not like, the Bloody one to Mary. I, I talk about it on the podcast, but I don't want to see it in real life. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I I I think I would be receptive to it. I think at that time I'd probably like be the be scared and all that kind of stuff, but afterwards I'd be like, "Oh my god, it really happened." Yeah. You know? Well,
1: I think it would depend because if they showed themselves, if they're angry, then you would probably be scared because it would look like that they were trying to harm you. But right. if they were just kind of standing there, not moving, but you see them and they're not threatening, I think right. it would be a different experience. I think you would be startled right. and be freaked out and be like, did I just see that?
0: But almost like more but mesmerized it wouldn't be scary. than anything yeah. else. Like, yeah. did, is this really happening in front of my face?
1: Mm-hmm. That's Well, at least that's what I think. But after watching For a sure. horror movie, and I'm walking to the bedroom, and I think I feel something touch me. <laughs> I
0: turned like, into a ninja. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, when you get to where you need to go, like, wow, I didn't realize I could move that fast. <laughs> so true. <laughs> yep. Oh my. <coughs> Well, yeah, that's that's really cool about the Prince of Wales uh, Hotel, about the ghost of Molly and 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 the ghost in the mirror. That's uh-huh. crazy. That's crazy. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Wow. So, all right. So we're gonna move on now. We're gonna move on to the Fort George. So Fort George was built by the British Army uh, in between 1769 and 1799. It essentially became the regional headquarters for the British Army, as well as the Canadian Milita, which is also known as the Canadian Military. Yeah. Many battles happened um, around, in and around the fort during the 1812 War. During the battle, the fort was overtaken by American forces in May of 1813. After they were bombarded by cannons from Fort Niagara, an American fleet followed By a fierce battle. Most of the fort was damaged. The troops evacuated the fort to minimize deaths. The Americans took over the fort and was fixing it up for their own use. The Americans' next plan was basically to invade Upper Canada, where they were met by British and Canadian soldiers. That was the Battle of Stony Creek and Beaver Dam. The Fort was retaken by the British Army in December of eighteen thirteen. so lots of lots of things went on there, and they the American forces did make a lot of stride, but then eventually they were met uh, with with uh, a fight back from the Canadian and British Army. The fort was used by the Canadian Army as a training base for the First and Second World War under the name of Camp Niagara. Today, the fort is a live museum staffed by costume interpreters as they maintain the image of the fort as it was in the early 19th century. It has been designated as a historical site of Canada and it's maintained by Parks Canada. Yeah, so lots of history there with regards to um, shaping Canada and making what it is today. So lots of information there with regards to, um, you know, soldiers and and all that kind of stuff. So lots of deaths happened there. So I'm sure it has a pretty rich uh, paranormal history. Oh,
1: yeah. Yeah. There's um, one thing's for sure, like the... Everything that I researched and looked up, it said on every site was there are many ghosts that call this land home. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I can imagine because there are so many uh, catastrophic things that have that happened there with between the the Canadian, the British, the U.S. Army.
1: Mm-hmm. The so barracks cool. is um, the area, the number one barracks is the area where they see a lot of uh, British soldiers. They've really? uh, actually yeah, seen them, heard them, even felt them around there. Um, wow. There's also a story about a young girl they think is possibly one of the soldiers' daughter. Uh, a really? soldier's daughter, yeah. And mm-hmm. uh, she's been seen and heard on the second floor of the barracks building, number
0: two. Wow. Uh, yeah. It's crazy. Like, I mean, there's so many people's lives that were affected by these wars, uh, and, like, I mean, some of the energy that must be in these yeah. places—crazy, for sure,
1: for sure. All that, uh yeah. There's um, uh, also, I guess people have seen um, grave figures leaning against the tree or around the fort
0: they'll wow, be so there
1: and then all of a sudden it's gone just wow. like a, I guess a smoky kind of grey um, yeah,
0: so it's a soldier taking a break
1: yeah yeah, maybe by the tree where they normally were taking a break
0: huh interesting
1: so inside the officer's house apparently there's a woman that's been seen inside the
0: uh, mirror I
1: guess when you look into it you can see the background like she's there
0: kind of standing behind you kind of thing yeah oh God, that would creep me out. i know i know right yeah. just just hearing that just kind of gave me the creeps
1: <laughs> <laughs> i know that's the one thing that i don't want i don't want to be creeped out by something right. that's there right just just you know? sit down beside me and appear <laughs> yeah,
0: just be nice like yeah. i don't know just be in a chair knitting or something <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know Don't be like screaming in my face or something. (laughs) Or like talking in my ear. Like I heard, where was that? I think it was Casa Loma. No. Where was that? Do you remember? Oh, it was that cemetery in um, Oshawa. Do you remember where that, yeah, Union, where the guy would talk into the woman's ear? Oh, yeah. The investigator's ear. Like, And he was like, she said that he was like yelling and screaming and saying like obscenities and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. Imagine that. Oh my God. (laughs) I'd be like, I'm outie. Bye. (laughs) Peace. Yeah. Yeah. So, was there anything more for the, for the, um, yeah yeah there's also
1: some uh, stories about you know like people of like groups of people will be uh-huh. in like a room, I guess, and uh, they'll hear music playing from another room and when they find that room it's empty and quiet. <laughs> wow. So more than one person has heard that at one time. Also, I guess they had tunnels that they used and in the tunnels, it sounds like you're hearing the steel lined boots of the of the soldiers dragging along the stone floors. Wow. <laughs> it's pretty cool it's very so active. active very active all right so that kind of wraps it up for Fort Church.
0: all right cool that's pretty neat like i mean a lot of history there and as we were saying definitely a place that you can go and check out yourself um you know check out their website they do live reenactments there um uh, as well as a lot of different other things so definitely a good place to check out and um Check out some Canadian, good Canadian history, for sure. Mm -hmm. Now we're going to talk about Drummond Hill Cemetery. Located at 6110 Lundy's Lane and on four acres of land, it was established in 1799. The very first burial was a man by the name of John Birch in 1799. He was originally buried on his farm in 1797, and then his grave was relocated. Mm -hmm. The site of the Drummond Hill Cemetery is most famously known for the Battle of Lundy's Lane, which I'll talk about in a moment. It is also for, famously known for the gravesite of Laura Secord. As mentioned earlier, the, the site was used for the battle between British and American soldiers. The area was known as Drummond Hill in honour of General Drummond. In this war, 876 British and Canadian soldiers, as well as 861 soldiers, were killed, wounded, or captured. So I did want to touch a little bit on Laura Secord before we get to the paranormal aspect of Drummond Hill Cemetery. Um, she was one of the most famous females in Canadian history. Apparently, she walked over 20 miles to inform British soldiers of an impending attack by the Americans. Yeah. So without her intervention, it could have went a whole different way. So there's a, um, a monument that's there erected for Laura Secor that you can visit. Um, so you can definitely see that. There's a soldier's monument there at the, at the uh, Drummond Hill Cemetery. Um, there's a commemorative wall that you can visit as well. Lots to see there maybe even a ghost you never know yeah. maybe <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i i i I personally for the amount of times that I've been to Niagara Falls I've never been to this <clears throat> excuse me this cemetery
1: me neither
0: so but I, I just go to the
1: main places that I always have known to go
0: Right, and that's human nature, right? So now now that, that I do this podcast, it really opens your eyes to mm-hmm. different places to go and visit and wow that's really neat and you yes, know, I this know. and that and what have you. So But without further ado, tell the us about ghost the ghosts of Drummond Drunk. Hill. <laughs> God, these
1: better be good. I'm just kidding. Um <laughs> So I did learn um, uh, that a lot of visitors have seen fallen soldiers walking across the gravestones at Drummond Hill. Um, Some of them are seen limping around dressed in um, the Royal Scots as the Royal Scots and the uh, British Redcoats. And they're trudging up the hill, sadly, walking into battle and death.
0: Um,
1: Apparently, uh, on one of the ghost tours... Three of the guests witnessed uh, soldier ghosts. Wow. Mm. And then uh, a lot of people mentioned seeing uh, black shadowy figures hovering behind headstones. Um, They'll be there, and then all of a sudden you look again, and they're gone. Mm. But uh, the most famous is uh, apparently two soldiers um, of War of 1812. Uh, one of them was dressed in the Royal Scots uniform, and the other one was um, in a British soldier's red uniform, and they were battling. Really? They were walking up towards the hill. Yeah.
0: Wow. So, they were they're battling the American forces. Wow, that's crazy, eh? I mm-hmm. know. I'd
1: mm-hmm. love to experience this. I think it would be yeah. pretty amazing.
0: Well, it's it's almost like getting an opportunity to relive the past past. and it's like right there in front of your face that would be pretty amazing you know what i mean Yeah. all right well that's pretty much it for the drummond hill cemetery Uh, definitely you can go there yourself it's open i don't know about right this second but it, it should be soon um you can go visit yourself and um yeah definitely yeah. see if you have your own experiences at the Drummond hill cemetery as well. Mhm.
1: And let us know.
0: Yes, definitely let us know. Uh if you have any of your own experiences there as well. We'd love to put them Anywhere on the show.
1: actually, any uh, yeah, location anywhere. that we may not have discussed like that you've visited that could be a popular location in Canada, let us know.
0: Yeah. As, as we always say, we're always open to ideas and uh, your stories and all that kind of stuff as well. We definitely definitely want to hear them and, and want to get them on the show or even have, you know, maybe a recorded session and have you come on the show and tell it. You never know. We'll see. So we're going to do something a little bit different. Um, we're going to recap one of our shows. Um, actually, I think this was our first show. So um you get to see how bad we were and uh yeah so we're gonna put in the clip from the uh streaming tunnel in niagara falls we thought it was a kind of cool idea to kind of come back and visit that because it is a niagara show and it's part of niagara falls and um it's pretty cool so and it's a popular that. place that people
1: try and
0: visit yeah definitely I I, as I recall there was a a movie that was filmed there Um, so used for a lot of different things and all that kind of stuff so we're going to play the clip and then we're going to come back and we're going to end the show so enjoy the clip we'll see you soon The Screaming Tunnel is a small limestone tunnel that was built in the early 1800s. It was built as a drainage tunnel for local farmlands that kind of surrounded the area. Um, I believe on top of it, there's um, a railway crossing or something along those lines. Yeah, it
1: used to be called the Canadian um, National... Oh no, it's called now the Canadian National Railway. Before it was called the grand trunk railway
0: yeah grand trunk railway so with that being said it was also used um to kind of transport goods and livestock safely from the railway above and and there's also like three different legends that seem to surround this area Mm -hmm. um or bridge if you will um you know one of them a fire breaks out in a uh, in a local farmhouse and a young girl escapes her clothing is on fire she ends up in the tunnel ultimately meets her demise in the tunnel which to me that seems to be the most logical explanation for that because you know it, they, you know, they say that it's for drainage. Mm-hmm. So water. Yeah. She might have went there to, you know, I don't know, really. And I how close but. was
1: her farm from the tunnel, right? Yeah.
0: So I think that's kind of weird, but like I mean, any whatever. So anyways, going on and to the next. And they say
1: that that you can hear her scream. Yes. In the background, yes. if you light a match. And um, in the middle of the tunnel, a gust of wind will take out that match, and you'll hear a scream. That's the legend about the girl who was uh, on fire and went down there.
0: That's yeah. one of the things that I read. So it's creepy. Like, I mean, I've seen some YouTube videos, which I'm sure you can look up yourself, and um, and basically see what people have experienced by visiting there, and and you know, I don't know. So the 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 third one or did we even talk about the second one no not no yet. okay so sorry sorry so we're going back to the second one so the young girl's father sets his daughter ablaze after he loses custody of his children after a particularly nasty divorce to get back at the wife maybe
1: well there's known to be people who do crazy
0: things like yeah, that so I that's know. not so far-fetched and no. that's
1: where it's located underneath everything Somebody could possibly do that.
0: Yeah, that's for sure. And, and, you know, like, I mean, people do crazy things, and, and we all know that, especially in this world that we're living in these days. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and divorces do get nasty, and people do some very, you know, ugly things. Ugly
1: things. And, you know, uh, it could be a
0: believable yeah, story. It could sure. be believable for sure. I don't know um, the
1: last one is supposed to be about a girl being raped and burned in the tunnel to prevent any incriminating evidence well, that's something that's very possible too yeah, that could totally happen as well somebody
0: any of any three of those could be a possibility is that cool not really but like I mean but that is the the theory of it or the background
1: each of those instances as well is going to set a spirit into what is it a, a rage right so yeah they hang on yeah. because they were killed in an, a horrific way
0: right and all three of those are you know nothing nothing good about any one of those so with that you know i but you know one thing it's it's hard to i guess because it was so long ago i really didn't find anything out there that you know it's really somebody had any validation yeah. experience with it
1: me neither I didn't um, say anything as well
0: so it's kind of hard really to put your finger on it to say what it could be or what it couldn't be um But anyways. But then
1: that's why we have the podcast so that people can email us their experiences if they have been there.
0: uh, Just in 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 saying that with people's experiences, you you know, different people might have different experiences. So for sure, everybody
1: has different energies. So when you're down there, you're gonna feel different things. Some people are more intuitive than others and may sense things that other people don't sense or believe.
0: Right. So with that being said, we if you you know, if you do go there after listening to our podcast, because that's where you heard it from. Right. Right. Um,
1: then Email us. Email us. and Tell, and tell us. us. Yeah, yeah,
0: definitely tell us about it. Um, because, you know, we want to hear what you've experienced there as well. And And it's
1: going to be a location that we're going to check out ourselves when the weather's a little bit warmer. (laughs)
0: Yes, yes. And, you know, like anything, we will come back and revisit um, some of these topics if we do make a visit and, uh, you know, document, you know, what we see there, not really as investigators, but just going there as regular people and saying, hey, this is what I experienced when I was there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But there is one thing that I do want to bring up to kind of finish this one off would be that there's a fun fact about this one and mm-hmm. it was basically used for a scene from david cronenberg's 1983 film adaptation of the stephen king's the dead zone so check
1: that out check it out
0: if you want to see uh, a good movie i'm guessing i haven't seen it myself i'll be honest with you but now that i'm reading this i probably will um mm-hmm. check it out and see what it's We're all about. about scary movies yeah <laughs> we love being scared and we hope so again, we're at that point of the show. Brie, tell us how you can get in touch with us.
1: All right. So you can reach out to us through our Facebook page at Paranormal Files Canada, or you can reach us on Twitter at PFC Sean underscore Brie, or you can email us at Paranormal Files Canada at gmail.com.
0: Yes, definitely. And I also look forward to getting back together with you, Bree, and uh, being in the same room and recording our show and having better sound quality. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is Thanks great. for
1: bearing with us, folks. Yeah. Know, we appreciate
0: it. Yeah, we definitely appreciate it. Um, it's been a very trying time for everybody, and mm-hmm. looks like we're definitely making through it, uh, working our way through it, I should say, and um uh, hopefully we're on to to better times and and all that kind of stuff as well and and doing the things that we all love to do mm-hmm. so again thanks for joining us um as always we love having you guys here with us um and reach out to us um as as we said before you know uh, like us on facebook um and uh and share our links they're all up on our facebook where you can get our podcasts on a lot of different platforms mm-hmm. um yeah so we look forward to seeing you guys next month have a great month and as always guys
1: stay safe
0: and stay, stay safe. take care bye